Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Having to Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. Today Robin and I are talking to our friend Jamie. Jamie is a long-term LARP player with an interest in the music and storytelling aspects of live-action roleplay. Jamie is also a player in the Empire LARP system where he plays in the nation of Navarre. We discussed the nation of Navarre, we also discussed songs and stories, some of the lore behind the Navari within the Empire. Uh, we had a great time and we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> yes, that is, that is, a, that is a, long, a long story. Probably one we shouldn't get to in this, in this podcast. Uh, but when, if you yeah. ask me that one again, I'm going to hear a serious answer. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Like don't that. worry. Uh, yeah. So I remember when I came in to uh, convince Robin to try out this LARP thing and I'd found this system called Empire. Um, and eventually she was like, oh, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll do it with you. That's fine. Um, at one point, she had turned to me and said, oh, uh, my friend Jamie, who's in our D&D group, also does Empire. So, Jamie, how long have you been? How long have you been going to? Well, one empire and how long have you been laughing because empire is relatively relatively young yeah i think i think 10 years including the long dark but uh -huh. um no i was there i was there at the very first event event wow. number one the very cold cold <laughs> uh, uh year one e1 event uh good four and a half ish five -ish, ish days of freezing trying to get this thing going but yeah and before that um i think I, my first laugh was probably 1998 wow uh, okay so, uh so uh what's that so that's that, that's that's some time that's a while ago that's, that's, a a while ago. that's, that's 20, well, 20 that's 20 years ago dude yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah more more yeah more so, uh, than that yeah but <laughs> yeah. the university of glasgow they have uh the cuckoo's nest still going mm -hmm. uh you lots of people who you know and love uh and some you don't uh, uh, go, uh, have been uh, uh, alumni of the of the of the Kiku's Nest. So, uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. so, what type of LARP was that then that you got into first of all, and what drew you to it? Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, okay, I went. I went. To, got to university, and there's like you know things like gaming societies and role playing societies and Kiku's Nest societies and and so forth. So, um, uh, I uh, that was a that's a good party adventure. Uh -huh. uh, you go uh, around uh, Mugdock Country Park, if I remember it rightly, uh, oh. outside of Glasgow, which is stunning. It has like two castles on it. I walk in oh, more nice. Nice. A lake and woodland and heath and everything else. And um, yeah, well, you'd, you'd have your party, you go around, there'd be a monster in tea, you go counter counter, counter counter, yes. have, have a good old campaign. Um, so I did that, and then there was, it was, you know, it was late 90s, so there was a lot of Vampire the Masquerade going around. Uh huh. I was, I think, in my my university time, I was about maybe in three or four games of that. Oh wow! Uh, which I took to less. I learned uh, over time because Vampire Masquerade is one of those games where you're supposed to be like long strategy and internal woe, and I was too much like, give me the potent and its cause, and slash slash slash, <laughs> which would be fun for so long, and then and then and then 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 would kind of defeat what I think what the storytellers are trying to achieve. So definitely uh, uh, yeah. end up veering towards the fantasy lore. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Then I think they did the Lorian Trust, uh, which is the which was the big one. That's a long-running one, right? So I've we, yeah, we've so, heard bits and pieces about Lorian Trust, but we know it's long-running. 
Well, I was there from about 2001 onwards. I think they started mid 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Summerfest, that then became what they they the their their system. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, I was I was there. I played for the most part a healer. Uh, eventually, became uh, the the leader of the Healers Guild. Uh, at that point, became an uh, out of character. Uh-huh. Uh, this this the the NPC roles. So everyone who's in charge in that system uh, is an NPC. Uh, oh, so, okay. so, so what normally happens is you kind of progress and get to the point where you get to a position of of of, of true authority. You kind of then vacate your 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 playerdom oh. and then operate <laughs> in a non-player capacity. Um, I did that for a while, and then, um, yeah, start with Empire. Yeah. So, um, did, did you switch from like that system to Empire and went, oh, that's enough of that, and then I'm heading over to Empire now, or? Pretty much, so a bit of a transition. I think yeah, you had a little bit. I had a little bit of burnout from 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 LT. But it's also a point I think where I kind of I played it for as much as they wanted to, and yeah. then yeah, I got I was very involved with Empire in terms of its early days because the uh, of the music brief in particular. Um, uh, so I was I kind of uh, got drawn into the the music and cultural development side of of Empire. Um, and was part of a, a group that was looking at what the musical side would be and sort of some of the broader culture, cultural bit and feeding into that. And um, I was kind of, sort of instrumental in kind of rewriting quite a lot of what the Navar music brief is nice. and some of the bits that were attached to that as well. So when I came into Empire starting, I was in what is now a defunct role, which was an, an in sort of in-character, they call it Bards, and it was an in-character role where you were to basically facilitate the creation of the culture of Empire. So one of the things that, you know, you know if, if you look at Empire and you go to Lorien Trust, you'll see in Lorien Trust that it has a, a cavalcade of, of different kind of, of of characters and influences in there. A lot more, uh, I think, tightened down to specific to a specific world now than how it used to be, which was really kind of like, a, you know, multi, multi-worlds yeah. thing. But it's still very much a a you know the the plastic tents you know and and the, the when the empire came in there was a real desire to to have it be this kind of hard system which was uh, you know very much everything had to look as icy as possible and it wanted to come hit the ground running with this this rich uh, culture um, that we could have um, so yeah so I've been pretty much involved since day one trying to get those cultural elements yeah. in. I, yeah, I kind of only feel like now I'm starting to learn how to play. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, uh, folks like yourself that have been in the game from the start have have kind of uh, shaped the 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 nation as well. Like we we spoke to Jeffrey the other day, who's been uh, in Dawn since E1 year one. You know, we we spoke to him about similar things. How the the, the game kind of relies on the player base to uh, maintain the brief. You know. So what what was it about? Did, did you look at the brief first, and were you instantly like Navarre? That's the one for me, or were you? In fact, I don't even know. I'm assuming you've been in Navarre then since yes. since day one, right? Yes, pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's that's the Navarre was definitely the one I had my eye on three of them. But when I when I sort of joined the, you had uh, when I when I started with with Empire, there was um, in its early days there were some nations that were pretty well advanced and very much like as you see them now. Yes. And then in that early development, there were quite a few that were. Okay. I think there was a few that were in development. Some which which got dropped. Some which got changed. Some which have you know would would in those days how they look now compared to where they were was very different. And, and Navarre was definitely one of the ones which was uh, a long way to 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 how you see it now. Right. Okay. So and, was it like a bare bones type? Oh yeah, these are you know. 
this is the feel of them, but we haven't quite got nailed down what they do, how they act in game. Yeah, absolutely, and and also because they say if you look at how Navarre kind of is and its vibe, it is one of the ones that's the most distinctive to the rest of it. Because if you think of it, it has kind of the the a lot of it sits around this kind of Renaissance uh, sort of period. There's some stuff that's that it edges a little bit, you know, yes. past medieval and so forth. But yeah. all of it's kind of hints of cultures that's around that time period and then you have one that harkens to ancient prehistory-esque vibe yeah yeah like, um, like and, they're from and, they're from another time i guess they are because I, I don't know much about the navari law but they're, they're from uh, they're not yeah. like they're, they're an old they're one of the oldest uh nations right as in all cultures yeah, absolutely. That's right. And and the and the idea being that the 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 the, the there was a previous empire to this empire called mm -hmm. Chirunial, and right. the, the, and it and it went tits up, and then the um and <laughs> the common say, denominator um, here. <laughs> and, then, and then and then and then and then uh, which led to the Valorn happening, mm -hmm. and then the Navarre came out of of that as kind of the the sort of descendants uh, of 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 that empire. Mm -hmm. um into what they are now and are very pro new this new empire because it's kind of a sort of a redemption route uh for them but there's that kind of ancientness to them but you know there's the 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 way it was you know the it was being sort of designed at the start was was um um there was an idea that something we wanted that was wanted but it wasn't too sure and mm -hmm. how does that sit in with, with the games of thronesy kind of element that was suddenly got this 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 bit in there yeah. how's that gonna how's that gonna work with the themes of of empire overall and it's is, is this a little bit too high fantasy for what feels very you know kind of a low fantasy is this where where the where does how does how does this sit and how can we make this feel right mm -hmm. um and um so there was uh you know a lot a lot a lot of time just working out that and there was a real kind of lack of understanding where what the music should be for this kind of like it's kind of ancient and and civilized and it's kind of rough and ready yeah and i just went you know afro-celt fusion as your basic route. So, um, so you mentioned the story. We may as well jump straight into the the thing that's a like institution in the bar that you you folk really love is the songs and stories, uh, which is something that all Navari love and the entire empire loves. Have you been? Because you were saying that uh, you were involved in uh, kind of looking at the music. It, yeah. What what was the inception of? The songs and stories because that's 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 player led by you by by you and your um fellow navari players is that something yeah. pd put in or is that something you you put in and went this is what we want for navar uh the more the last one uh for sure i mean i mean i was i was acting in a staff role but it was kind of you know i pretty mm -hmm. much free right um yeah the thing behind it is is when i'm gonna get a little bit Strange. Uh, when Empire uh, started, it was if if you want to look at it in terms of the philosophies underpinned it, it's very much an idea about there is no society, there's only individualism. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Um, there you go. I went heart heavy in the philosophy, but the um, but the but there is an element of that, that yes. that's in there about you know powerful and you need to be in as an individual you need to be empowered. Mm. But then what was not considered really in that was the concept of civil society. And I'm going to stop being uh, crazy about it. So you know, in terms of where is the public space. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you had you had obviously yes, you know, the the places that were the institutions that were required for government. So you yes. have your senate and these other pieces in there. But when it came yeah. to the nations, the nations where people were setting up these spaces of nations, but there was nothing in there established that was where is where is their shared space. Mm -hmm. So 
what then happens is that that, that well, there wasn't really a, a spot for for music to happen. And why what happened that what I felt in the first year that was very clear was that um, a lot of times sort of LARP, there, it's often that you'll have someone who has the courage enough to kind of go around different campsites and then. You know, it's almost like you're imposing yourself. Sometimes you'll be invited. You know, people pay you that sort of thing. You impose it. You impose it. You impose yourself onto 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 others. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, then suddenly you're playing music at them, and then usually someone around there who's kind of rolls their eyes about, oh, now this good guy the guitars. <laughs> I mean, there was podcasts. There was there was like a one of these sort of podcasts recently where there were like three lads were bemoaning the the presence of the bard, but. You know, in, in love, that's that that historically has been the case. It's been a lack of space for performance, lack yeah. of performance space. And you know, you want one. So it was clear early on that what we needed was a time and a place for songs and stories. We needed songs and stories time. Mm-hmm. So um, I started. So you know, we we then created. Uh, I sort of used utilized what was the sort of the, the Bracken Song Collective, which is a bunch of different. Um, of uh stridings and steadings yes. sort of panic uh, together we, yeah. we, we sort of right. used the camp initially to you to have to host it in there invite everyone in yeah. and then once we kind of had it established i kind of eased it out of the camp to its own space and then once we moved to uh the new uh the the, the site we're in now which we had for the Dalford road site i basically right at the start went my tent is here <laughs> this is my space here <laughs> my there, and this is the songs and stories circle yes um, and then once we established, established that, then it became the place where standing, where the standings, that is the meetings, yeah. happened. And that's where it became a central place. And that's where the idea about it suddenly becoming, there is then a community hub. Mm-hmm. And then when you start seeing how Navarra is now, where there is a marketplace and there is sort of shared spaces, now there's outside, there's a square, and everyone's talking about trying to make sure there's spaces for things to happen. That concept of, of community space, Dawn's a good one as well. And I see how, how well Dawn is doing. Glory Square community space all these ideas the concepts of civil society yeah. that are running, running through it very important in 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 societies often overlooked when it comes to in world games which is funny isn't it because you, you like you you don't realize you're like oh yeah we're just going in a field and th- this is the concept but like you said it's just it it organically sprung up you're like oh actually we we do we really need this we really need yeah. this community space um, so it helps. I come from a background of of, of being a, a a charity worker and a mm-hmm. community development uh, professional. So the um, so that was that was kind of why that happened. It was you know first and foremost I wanted there to be this this space this location, and I wanted there to be then it was the room for people to who were not feeling confident to be able to come along and begin to have a comfortable space where they can perform. You know the 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 philosophies behind uh, songs and stories is about is a performance first. You know, uh, um, and it's about you know making sure that it's, it's warm and welcoming for people to do that. And you know, it's and when surprising the thing is that when you kind of nurture stuff, it grows. So the the, the when we started getting more performance in, we had more performance space. People began to understand how it worked. The size of it grew, the number of performers grew, the quality of people's performance grew, the, the the warmth of it grew, the and then it, it almost had a kind of change to uh, the actual nature of Navarre as well, because yes. in the Navarre brief, oh, yeah. it says that we are um, a very uh, friendly to our friends and brutal to our enemies. But in the very early days, a lot of people saw brutal for my enemies and thought, I can be a dagger boy and I can stab people and I'll be an assassin <laughs> and brutal. we face murder monkeys and we can do this thing. I like brutal. Still, yeah, and some of that was was painted on us, mm-hmm. and uh, some of it was. Um, I've gone blurry again. Hold on. Ooh. You're blurry. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Move too much. It was all, it was all, yeah, exactly. It's all those knife. It's all those. 
<laughs> all those, all those <laughs> knife movements. Still subconsciously dodging knives. <laughs> it, was, it was the knife movements. Oh, yeah, good. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So the, uh, but I think what's what's been helpful is that, you know, that that availability to be welcoming. There's been a few other things that we've done, done as well. For example, really brought the welcoming, which is our festival, into something that's a lot more mm-hmm. engaging of other people as opposed to being something that felt very not involving other nations. But there's, and that has, there has been a noticeable change in Navarre in terms of their feeling that there's this huge, you know, community. Yes. You know, and warmth to it as well. Whilst, in no way hampering the fact that suddenly we're going to get very hardcore about the Valorne and suddenly we're going to don paint, bang a bunch of drums, get onto a battlefield and be absolutely brutal at it. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, I mean, Robin will understand this, but there's something in the Scottish mentality and particularly in, you know, the Glaswegian mentality, which is about <laughs> friendly, 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 spin on a dime, don't I'll kill you, yeah. spin back, friendly, friendly, friendly. Um, that's that's I, a really good, a good way of putting it, I think, yeah. That's... <laughs> I mean, one thing about like Navarre as well, like, when you were talking, you're talking about this sort of space and everything. Um, I, I found quite a few times when I was there sort of by myself wandering around, I went to Navarre because I knew there was that big space there. I knew there'd always be people there and it's always so welcoming and always so lovely just to go and just speak to people. And every single time I've gone into Navarre, it is just the warmest welcome. And I guess that all just sort of emulates from that songs and stories area that you have created. It does. And, you know, and it, it was done knowingly. Um, you know, I had, a, had you know, there was a definite, there was a definite plan to a year and year where we're going to build it. I actually had a kind of a, a five-year plan in terms of how to build this thing and turn it into an institute, into institutionalize it. Yeah, which is, yeah. That's, that's why I use the word an institution for... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I actually did a thing called institutional theory, which is about, uh, which ah, was, yeah. you know, which was from my master's. Yeah. But yeah, the, um, but the, uh, uh, so yeah, institutional change. And uh, that was, um, that was what we were, we were looking to try and do. Um, but it's also, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to test it. I mean, ultimately, it's, it's an open stage acoustic night. Um, they exist uh, in many different places. But it's yes. also harking to a great Celtic tradition, which you'll see all over Ireland, mm-hmm. which is the idea about the community in the pub community, songs, and the idea about storytelling circles, the idea about, about song circles, about sharing these things. Uh, even the old form of the old folk circle, which you find in some conventions still, is is kind of sits within the same concept. So um it's uh it was you know really trying to bring what is known to work into into that sort of into that space but um you know it's 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 a little bit about how you build it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah but that is, it's funny you were saying about the, the bards just just randomly walking up to people even even which which when the bards do that it's great and then if you walk into a a bar in amble and there's there's background stuff going on however songs and stories i know i agree with robin it is welcoming but when you walk in there there is a there is like a almost like a sacred kind of vibe in there it's not just a oh we're just gonna we're gonna have a laugh while those people are singing songs and telling stories it's all like it's, it feels like you've walked onto a hallowed ground when it's going on yeah. you're like oh, oh yeah <laughs> it's like, just it's a vibe about it and you you stop well, and listen that's the difference. It's about, you know, I think that it's important because it's, you know, having a, a performer first space, you know, means that, that I, you know, the people want to do something unrepresented, whereas instead of feeling that they're second class players, which can happen, or they're intruders into other people's sacred gaming space. So, you know, it's, it's I think it's, it's you know, it's, you know, incredibly important to have. And it's also, you know, without one say, you have to have a certain kind of personality. Mm-hmm. to to push yourself out in front of in front of people to perform and you can be <laughs> you can be dissuaded early so if you're if you're someone who's trying to who's interested in performance and interested in fantasy mm-hmm. 
and then but you're not quite there yet in terms of what your material is or how you're going to sing stuff you can have some really off-putting first performances going in you know having you know some 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 angry beardy types you know respond poorly to you yeah and you know these these things you know do need to be nurtured people need to kind of get a sense of success and everyone needs to start somewhere and also you know you know i i think you know music is a wonderful art form always have and i'm you know very passionate about songwriting but you know there are so many different types of songs and types of songwriters and quite a lot of the greatest songwriters that have ever been are quite introverted so there's you know there's there's a big difference between getting out there and slapping your guitar and doing some stuff or doing some big kind of performance pieces and going the same route whereas to compare to trying to then you know build something artistically and deliver something with sincerity or something that actually really makes you feel um and um you know there's there's helping people have a space where they can uh whomever they are whatever the confidence levels are or whatever kind of drives them there's a chance for them chance for them to you know create their art grow their art in a in a safe space a welcoming space and understanding support space um and uh, we'll get better you know people will have you know better music and a better experience and there'll be more uh, uh memories happen if we are able to you know be you know kind tolerant and supporting for for for, for artists yeah and that's you know extre- extremely true for performance performing artists oh which yeah. Is, you know, yeah it's the it's the emotions around songs and stories you know it's the fact that it's you've got all these people there at night and it's as if everybody is sharing these really special moments with these performers and it is just so welcoming. It's so, if, if that, like you're, you're saying there that that's the idea to kind of, you know, be encouraging. It's so encouraging that I have never stood up and sung before, but honestly, standing around songs and stories, I'm even like, you know, maybe one day I could go and do something like this because it is so welcoming, so understanding and just so um inviting to absolutely everyone and it's just that wonderful like Oliver said about the sort of sacred ground and you do feel like that it feels yeah, you like don't need you to be just told when you come in you just come in atmosphere. and the vibes there isn't it it's like oh yeah. oh, oh there's something Gorgeous, going on yeah. like every, everyone's focused on on what's going on and everyone just like yeah conforms to oh this is what this is what we're doing <laughs> not just doing their own thing and uh, yeah absolutely great and that's you know and um, I think that's um you know it, it it's it's the the performance space is important and everything contributes to it from from the you know sets dressing to its layout to to audience members the performers the people are hosting it's all you know one piece of whole and in fact you know when there is a performance in it i often like to think that the performance isn't just the performer it's everyone is participating in making that that happen and you know we have so many beautiful moments that come that come through you know you know whether they're they're they're, they're hilarious they're they're sad they're gripping they're dramatic uh, sometimes scary, uh, but the you know the, the 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 performance happens because once you're in that space, you are part of the performance. Because ultimately, you know, LARP is a gigantic field-wide performance that we're all engaging with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's um, you know it's role it's role play, and yeah. the play is the thing. Yeah. So um, you you um, that's the uh, I, I find lost my flow there, but the um... <laughs> no, no. yeah, but it's, it's, it's important people have a space to do that play because it is role play. It, it it is a play and i kind of wish I, I think i don't know whether we've talked about this we maybe have on the podcast robin but we've definitely talked about this when we we came back from empire and we were talking about songs and stories and i was like that is that's the way that all like all children should learn how to publicly speak and oh perform. yeah yeah 
uh, because so said. many of us have, I, I I mean I'm relatively gregarious and like I you know I I'm like oh yeah I don't know if I want to stand up and everyone stare at me while I perform in a circle um but it will usually it comes from that anxiety of being at school and being like right you're up next and uh, you're like forced to stand in front of people when you're uncomfortable and then you you have to finish and the 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 other kids have no obligation to listen or be supportive or, <laughs> or do anything and it kind of freaks you out you know and i'm like i, I bet if if more people learn in that type of environment it, people wouldn't have so much of a hang up about it and i think a lot of larpers are 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 terrifyingly beholding your average business meeting yeah and I bet. you know the 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 kind of thing the 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 fluency and 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 quick thinking uh and uh ability to 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 speak uh you know uh so well um uh, is something that you know um i i think is is, is hard won or, or found anywhere else outside of an oxford university debating chamber yes and you'll end up a better person going to larp than yeah to i imagine so i could i could probably i could probably uh test that yeah i think you you definitely definitely would 100%. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's good to have a place where you can you can play with that as well because what's weird about it is that there's no it's not it's not weird but there's no actual consequences because you're playing a role playing game and you know yeah. even though it's like even if you get to the stage in the game where you're like oh I'm going for generalship I'm going for senatorship you know oh I want to I want to have I want to be yeah you know I want to talk to this this nation's ambassador about this and it's really important when really it isn't because there's no there's no physical stakes in the game apart from your fun but you still yeah you you still get the same feelings as if you were in a business meeting where something was on the line so even though yeah it is that it's it can be quite daunting and, and scary but it's a good it's a pretty good playground to to try that stuff out you know yeah I, I can't think of a better better way if I wanted to start a stand up comedy career than going to songs and stories and just trying trying a few trying a few lines out, you know. Yeah, you'll accidentally get good at your passions and not realizing you're doing it as well because it all happens. Most of it happens by most osmosis. You're in the moment. You're being somebody else. You know, somehow you're detached from the stakes. You know, you turn around and suddenly you know you're 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 able to do this stuff for real. Yes. Um, it's, uh, you know, that's definitely, definitely what happens. And in the meantime, you get to to live the fantasy dreams of your childhood. And, you know, uh, which is, of course, is, is the best part of it all. So, yeah, win-win. Yeah. So I'm, it's I'm... like you have this sort of confidence because you are not yourself. But then, like you're saying, it's, it's that sort of confidence that comes from pretending to be someone else, but then realizing that, no, there's still you that's doing it. It's just, you know, that sort of needing that sort of excuse to go out there and do and do it. Um, and then of course, um, cause I, I got, I got to listen to you perform when we were there and, um, not just at songs and stories. So I got to listen to you at the glory square, um, or the glory oh, annex yeah. one of the nights. And that was beautiful. Um, so you said that you, you write a lot of your songs yourself. Did you write yes. all your songs yourself that you performed there at, um, Empire? Uh, no, not all of them. I've written probably about 60 plus uh, songs wow. for LARP uh, over over the years, um, which has been quite quite a lot. Uh, a lot of them are, are very well known and established now. Um, and I, I it's interesting because I, I started songwriting uh, at about the age of 15. Um, and it was a thing that I, I was pottering around just doing, you know, usual kind of angsty, you know, philosophical meanderings and this sort of thing. 
and then the uh, as you do when you're a teen and yeah. <laughs> into into twenties and everything else. And then, but I got to about maybe uh, a few years into doing LT and seen a few uh, people come around uh, and do the performances. I've seen Golden Apple, and then we've seen them do mm -hmm. Shield War and being, you know, a light switch getting switched on. Um, and I remember my good friend Jez as well, uh, who used to, who, who still does a lot of, of the LT music as well, mm -hmm. and others. And um, I kind of thought, well, you know, that's that's I, I love the fantasy genre. Why am I thought about writing songs about fantasy genre? There's, you know, there's a place that I can come do it here. So, um, yeah, I started um, doing uh, performances, and you know, think you know, um, became pretty well liked for that. Um, so yeah, there's been uh, huge numbers of songs. Uh, the song that you sing at the end of 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 songs and stories on the wall is uh, one that I wrote, uh, and. Oh, okay. uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I heard that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 one of mine. And wow. the song that they sing when they're marching to the gate, which uh, as Thorn as Thorn, the very fight as Thorn. You've probably heard them roll that. That's that's one of mine. I tend, tend um, to block that out when I'm fighting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, they're usually, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're usually a mile behind me. So. <laughs> okay, and, Cool. And there's, uh, but yeah, there's, there's, there's loads. So there's, um, um, I mean, yeah, I, I like to try and write my own ones because I think it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot uh, easier to, to uh, really kind of get what you want to impart in a song over when, if you can write it yourself, because then you can tailor it. But yeah, loads, loads of, loads of covers and uh, what we call filks, which is kind of the covers that have been adapted yeah. uh, to it as well. Um, um, so um I'd say that when I'm when I'm performing, I'm probably about these days maybe about two thirds my own material, one third someone else's. But you wouldn't necessarily be able to spot the other people's because I, I tend to. I, there, there can be some heavy changes in terms of stylizing. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. which is cool because you're, you're contributing to a fantasy culture as well, right? So it's it's good to have the you, you'd prefer the you, you kind of want these songs that are about your culture or about your empire. To be up there in the zeitgeist not so much a personal thing i know bards have their there's a few bards that i've talked about they're like oh i've got my own personal song but i've i imagine you want navari songs to be in you know part of the navari culture and it, it belongs to everyone and not just not just you well yes i mean uh so i, I have yes absolutely though I, I was i was helped out a little bit because my first navari character died um and um it had uh the, the in, after dying was made i think called an exemplar which uh, okay, yes. uh, -huh. uh and um so the kind of that that kind of exemplarhood on the old char character meant that there was this huge wealth of material that kind of people started to 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 run with some of it i kind of since sort of coming back the new character i i now kind of i i do because they're kind of ones i like but quite a few of them now you'll see gabby and others performing songs that i've written um and you'll see other people uh bring them out if you go to a few other systems you'll hear other songs that i've written being being performed um and there's a there's a few larp albums that you'll i feature on as well but the um uh so it's uh yeah it's 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 really it's really good to be out there and i think it, it helps a lot to have uh uh you know other people take it on because you want to look at there being folk traditions which means you, you want to have people to have a sense of taking that music and then changing it up a little bit and, yeah exactly and yeah. And it's exactly about that it's about creating the culture yeah because it's, it's storytelling especially when you've got i know we're, we're supposed to be representing an entire empire but it's still a quite condensed group of people i know it's thousands but it's still a small group of people uh so yeah it's you're creating this kind of you're creating this folklore you know and you're storytelling on a smaller scale i guess so 
and because yeah. there's no there's no recording devices knocking about uh, empire you know it's just like so if someone sings a different version of the song you're just like oh that's the first time i've heard that song <laughs> absolutely and uh, uh yeah and it's like it's important because you know the, the song music at uh, you know at larp does many many different things um you know i mean part of it i think is about you know trying to capture the, the same bits that tolkien obviously well known for making a song uh was was doing in terms of of bringing that that uh, evoking the that that world through 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 the the, the lyric, mm. you know. But you know, powerful music existed all through you know a lot of the literary fields. I mean, the Reigns of Castamere yes. uh, yes. is a song that is that a particular point, moment, one of the, the 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 most memorable moments of a particular book series, and um, and 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 you know, a great great part of the the, the TV series when it was good, and then the um, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, but yeah, there's you know there's also kind of a need that you know in LARP the 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 way it works and uh, particularly before Empire is that you kind of have to use the magic of imagination to kind of get you past the the what you're immediately seeing in front of you into yes. what is your your sort of imagined world within it, and you know LARP music can get you there. And that there's the, if we have good music that that really sets a scene and evokes it and gives you a feeling of it. If you write a song, we can talk about the Navari territory of Herkinia. It's you know mighty mountains and it's pines. And then deep in its heart there lies Navarre, and their water runs through. And there the foxes then uh, steading coal out across the hills, you know, and over to the other side they are called back by a steading at the other side of the region. All these sorts of things. But to have a song that kind of evokes that, that kind of then says these things, that tells you how it feels emotionally, that has kind of tune, has that has a tune to it, that 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 hints to real world sounds, that makes you think about those things as well, puts you in place. Yeah. Um. So there's, you know, the the best live music is 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 stuff that that helps you, uh, helps kind of realize that fantastical dream, both in in yeah. the way that you're you you're familiar seeing it with how Tolkien might have done it. But also in a way that helps through music to put your mind and self in place of the cultures that we're trying to present around us, um, which is always kind of the thing I'm striving for. Yeah. Um, uh, in a lot of music yeah, and, and it's it's it, that uh, that that feeling is definitely there. It's definitely about because it's definitely got me. I was actually talking. Well, we talked about this on the last podcast. I've talked about it several times. There's a there's a Dornish song that got me written by uh, Jeffrey, who we were talking to the other day. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was one that he'd, he'd written, I, I think, what, what's it called? A filk? A filk? Filk, yeah. Filk, so yeah. So I think it was, yeah, so, so it was like a, a pickle, cha change lyrics. And yeah, we, we'd heard this song at the campfire. I think it was either the Friday, I'm sure it was the, yeah, I'm sure it was like Friday night or something. And it was like, oh yeah, it's a song, song about dawn and it's a song, it's a song about, you know, how the sun always comes up and we're like that. You can never stop the dawn. It's like, oh yeah, that tells you a little about dawn. Great. And then on the it was either the Saturday after the Saturday the Sunday battle and we had you know Dornish dead there and he sung the song again and it just it, it like it it gave way more meaning to the song the lyrics of the song but it told like you said um just affirming what you're saying there it told me way more about the nation than reading the wiki and going oh yeah this I know the history of uh Dawn and I know the Dornish brief and how we're supposed to act um but yeah, the, the music was the thing that that actually got me and made me cry. You know, it wasn't it wasn't it was, yeah. yeah, it wasn't the reading on the wiki. Just, the music's the thing that just sort of gets us all each time. It's the thing that kind of just evokes um, evokes all those emotions and things. And um, 
yeah, I think the same as y'all, but every time that something's happened at Empire that has actually brought a tear to my eye has been to do with some sort of music that is attached to it or a song that's attached or, to or it. Or storytelling, so or just, or just or good storytelling. Yes. That's the one good thing about songs and stories. It's songs and stories, right? So you, you have as many people just getting up and telling anecdotes and, and stories, right? That's right, absolutely. And you know, it, it was very important, it was both. And it's not just limited to that as well, because then we were like, like people like, can we dance? Because it's, you know, songs and stories and we want to do some dancing or can I do an instrumental? We're like, yeah, just we just went, we just went for the alliteration, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to be a song. Bring out the flute, it's good. Or a um, story. Yeah, yeah that's it. I think, you know, that, that's the key bit. I mean, we, we generally, it's very flexible. It has a basic rule about having one person. You do one bit and then we move on, just get around to people. And, and ideally, you know, uh, you know, the five minute mark is the bit you're watching through for. So if you have a, if you plan to do, you know, your version of an orchestral piece that's 25 minutes long, that's probably one to, 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 for the sake of just letting other people have a go, watch it. And if you have a story that uh, has seven brothers and all seven of them go out and do a thing, then, then maybe look. Can you do one where you can pare it down to maybe two or three? Yeah. Um, so that we're, 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 you know, we're out here by you know Monday. <laughs> uh, but the, um, but the, uh, but um, and you know, God help us for the 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 the, the folk song dirges that, that that run for 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 ten verses. If yeah. that thing, if that if that thing, you know, if that if you've hit verse five and you haven't hit, if you haven't hit a chorus, then maybe uh, you could you could cut a few. But yeah. the. Um, um, but the but yeah, generally that's that's the very you know extremely positive attitude towards these things. Um, you know, and uh, we're very kind of loose and flexible with it as well. Yeah. But you know, I suppose it's, it must be hard to pass and not get the shepherd's crook out too quick because you, you want to be obviously because you know you want to be encouraging. So if people are learning how to perform, it's that's maybe I'm just assuming, and I'm not really a, uh, I'm not a musician or anything, but I'm assuming that's something you have to experience and and get over the fact that you're like oh well no, that's that's too long you know especially if it's the first or second time they've ever done it and they're like oh yeah uh that maybe would be a bit too long but you want to kind of let them make that mistake maybe yeah i think that's it i mean we're, we're, we're kind of pretty much you know we're very always very uh i think you know tolerant relaxed about this sort of stuff yeah. so it's not like you you're five months up there <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's you know I think that 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 would defeat the the vine very very quickly. Yeah. Um, the um, but yeah I mean it's it's to be honest it doesn't happen too often. Most people keep it you know to to what feels about a reasonable t a reasonable time. Mm -hmm. People who don't are feeling their way, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, and um, the uh, and it's you know very well, should have, probably shouldn't have brought it up, but yeah very minor concern absolutely. Um, and sometimes you know things 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 need that that bit of extra time to breathe, and it's absolutely fine. Um, yeah on the wall six minutes and six and a half minutes so that's already over um so the uh um yeah it's it's, it's you know it's entirely um uh, it's entirely cool well I, I mean i guess as well uh, from from the flip side if you've got if you've got something that's having a lot of, that's that's really you know kicking off like uh say rusty compass coming in and doing 10 minutes people don't tend to complain i'm actually be like well, well they they want way too long well that's that's well, yeah, you, 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 you established acts as well. This, this is the other bit because mm. when we say it's performance first, performance first, that also means that 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 if you if you if you have a, an established crowd pleasing act coming in, you know, sometimes it's like thank you, Rusty Campus, you, yes. you know, brilliant everything else. But you know, you, you got the rules have to apply to everybody, to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this this thing, which is good because you know, they're great great people, Rusty Campus. You know, uh, every every single every single one of the performers you you, you think of or who are 
you know, brilliantly, you know, uh, uh, present well, excellent music performers, you know, good extroverts out there. They're the ones who can hit those those campfires yeah. as well. And absolutely, you know, welcome. And we, you know, delighted to be seen as well. But, mm. you know, they, 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 you know, we have to, you know, make sure that the rules apply to them as well. So Master Campus comes in, it's going it, to, for most cases, it's going to be a song. Sometimes we, we, we make it flexible. They've got a guest coming in. There's, there's the, but the, uh, and then, you know, we, we, you know, they, they can come off, or they can they can hang on with the audience as well. But it's it's the same rules for everyone. Everyone's equal, yeah, regardless yeah. If, if you're you know scrambling to try and do your first song that you wrote earlier and it's on a bit of paper and you're trying to read it off the thing, mm-hmm. uh, to if you have you know your uh, uh, professional or near professional uh, musician who who you know has an incredibly strong repertoire and uh, strong following. Yes, uh, you know it needs it needs to be an equal space for everybody. Yeah, so this brings me what I was I was going to ask you about the the yeah the growth in population in I mean Empire obviously, but Navarre is like second to to Wintermark like it's growing quite catching. a lot, isn't it? And it's catching up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're, we're getting there uh, we'll see we'll see how we do uh yeah i think it's and it's a, it's a testament to what, what what to how we're doing things as well yeah. i mean there's the yeah. people nevada did quite well early on because people were drawn to it because it had a bit of the, the kelp vibe it had a bit of the you can be an you can do the legolas elf bit yeah, with it. Elf, yeah. these sorts of things wintermark you know very very popular because it was it, it felt like the north in game of thrones yeah. and it oh, has yeah. the, the the viking vibe running through it so you know these are quite popular touchstones for people who, who are interested in the fantasy genre but I think why Navarre have been growing hugely, and Dawn for that matter as well, you're doing very well, um, has been uh, because they, you know, they, they both have, you know, this this great community vibe. There's a sense of, you can join some nations with the look of it and kind of take part in a lot of the, in, you know, the, the, the politics stuff that happens in this sort of centralized kind of political structures that's around yes. there. Um, but the big nations that for them to work need to be something that it feels like you can be playing in that nation, have an amazingly rewarding time uh, and cycling through it as well. And one of the things about Navarre is you don't really need to leave Navarre and not and, uh, without, you know, at all during the weekend. You'll still have an amazing experience oh, with, yeah. with, 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 uh, with uh, LARP being, being there as well. I'm sure that's, that, you know, that's true for all, all nations, but I think for, 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 uh, uh, for um for Navarre in particular mm-hmm. it's it's if you get there you're you know it's very welcoming it's very friendly there's lots going yeah. on you can instantly feel involved you can instantly have friends you, there's lots of, of crazy wacky role players um a lot of very good role players as well there there too so you know there's there's um you know you'll have a great time yeah and because it is a bigger nation as well I suppose it's like self-replicating because you you uh, yeah you you come to a nation it's a large nation so whatever you enjoy doing there's probably someone going off to do it if you're just like oh i just want to c- come here for a, for a weekend like you know dress in brown and green and, and just drink all weekend you can there'll be people yeah. doing that and if you want to go off and just skirmish a weekend there's probably some navari doing that you know or if you want to sing songs or, or like say get into the political side of it um you can do that you know how has it affected the have, have you found that it's affected things like songs and stories and the the camp dynamic because obviously you, you have a finite set of trees in there right so has it or is it grown nicely over the years the 10 years it's been going i think we're, we're doing okay um in terms of 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 the you know the, a lot of the, the the new people coming to navarre you know may, may not necessarily be camping in the in the camping course, space, yeah. I, think, I think I think the 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 growth in the in in the in in the in character field is 
slightly slower. I imagine I would like to look at a chart for this, but my guess would be that 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 the it, it's the the sort of line of tent growth in the area whilst increasing is you know increasing at a slower rate than the Steady. number of people coming in because there's a lot of new larpers coming in who will not have the kit and caboodle yeah. uh, necessary to do that um and we're obviously attracting an awful lot of the the young larpers i noticed that the ages in 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 navarre you know i think the average age you can see is dropping um and there you know when we have times of science and strategy you see there's more physical people present in it uh, but it has been, you know, very much growing into the area which is called the market. I think that's the bit that's kind yes. of uh, become yeah. very. Uh, yeah, that's relatively new, right? It's that that you've got a little kind of um, yeah shoppy um, bit on that walkway. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought it? Navarre, you know, leading mercantile or uh, uh, um, nation in 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 the uh, in in the game. Um, I almost said YHA there, which is why I work. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's it's but it's been great, absolutely. And it's something something. I mean, I would never have thought starting out that there would be this this huge street filled with like bazaar, this bazaar um, that 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 be in the middle of it. But there there it goes, and it's and, you know it's doing it's doing brilliantly, and um, we just it, and it works as well because it makes a lot of sense because there'd be a lot of traveling trade traders, and the bar being a, you know a very much a traveling people would would have a a, a huge amount of that. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's it's great. The thing I find is is is, is trying to maintain the intimacy amongst the growth. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, with the songs and stories as well, you know, there's a point where we can't expand the circle anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> the point where I can't see the faces of the people on the other side of the fire pit. Yeah. There's a point where where I can't one see hands and two I kind of need to see your eyes so I know you're crying. That was yeah. all. Otherwise, just where point. Yeah, you you yeah. want to just you know hit them right right where. Yeah. It hurts. But yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's, there's there's lots of things to do about how do we you know maintain that sense of community? How do we keep people involved? How do we get it? You know how 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 can we make sure that that. that those qualities that are attracting people to us are are, are able to be maintained as, as numbers increase. And so far, you know, we found ways to do it. The, the subtle changes you would notice in terms of how we have been organizing stuff. And then looking at trying to expand things. And we're looking at, at trying to expand the ways that music music can be done in LARP. So there's a, a move now to think of the Sparrow stage, which is just named after um, Sparrow, who was a great uh, bard and host at, at uh, Songs and Stories, who, whose character passed. Um, oh, who, yeah. or who passed his character? He isn't. He isn't. He, it's uh, uh, yeah. The sparrow, the character passed. The character passed. It's a really not, important um, difference there. Yeah, not, not language is hard. <laughs> it is. It is. We were at a quick, quick anecdote when we went to uh, MCM Comic Con like the year before, like this time last year before oh. we started. LARP and we, we saw this panel um, done by like Hefty Yeti and, and others and they were talking about LARP and they started talking about drug use and taking drugs but they, they quickly went just from not saying not they didn't keep reminding people and they're speaking to an entire an entire uh, arena being like oh yeah and this and people are just walking through all the stores and I'm like what do they think they're talking about <laughs> it's like oh yeah I like taking this drug I like taking this drug and then this happens <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes, well, we we don't need another satanic panic. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you've got the so you've got this new the new sparrow stage. 
Yeah, that's it. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, they, which they're looking to kind of expand out and have that be more of a, of a space where people can, uh, you know, we're talking about one song each, but, but people have a chance to then do sets, mm -hmm. uh, have a chance to 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 perform, you know, full pieces. They can be a place where people can have more, uh. you know, more development sessions. We've got other spots where people can help kind of, kind of work more intimately. And there are play, times and places to do that where they can sort of develop their music so that they can then come out. If they're feeling that now that just by sheer weight of numbers, the Songs and Stories is a little bit too daunting. So there's about helping easing people up in there as well. Um, so there's there's a desire to kind of go, well, if we, if we have more people and how can we create, you know, more performance spaces, but make them interesting and varied? Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, ultimately it's a festival, uh, yes. the, 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 the whole thing. So, you know, it's great to try and find different nooks and crannies Oh, yeah. I mean, I love I love stuff like that. Uh, I you know I used to go to the Glastonbury Festival. I used to run a bus called Jamie and Al's Rainbow Bus with Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. Festival. Nice. It was great fun. We had a weird. That sounds movie. amazing. What? Yeah. That sounds amazing. It was brilliant. We got about I had three coaches at one point. We used to just we just get people to buy tickets to us. We'd all drive down to the Glastonbury Festival. We'd all with uh, legitimately with tickets enter it. None of us jumped the fence. No, of course. And no. then the, and then and then we'd go there and 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 hang out. And I and I used to kind of mostly avoid things like well not avoid but I, I kind of would kind of get distracted from the main stage and you'd find me wandering around circus fields or the green fields or. I mean, at one time I, I I'd heard about a thing called this thing called the subterranean uh, piano bar, and it says this is the thing I always try to catch in love. I'm like going, where's the subterranean piano bar? And yeah. the people go, no, the subterranean piano bar. I go, they told me it's the greenfields. Where's the subterranean piano bar? And they went, they went, we don't know, but you can ask in there. And they point to this space in this corner, and in this corner there's this like kind of bit of greenery, and then there's this white wicker, uh, you know, white white wicket fence that's around it. Yeah. What's this? And I kind of open the fence and I walk in there and there's mayfly flying around there's flowers there's this cute beautiful caravan hanging behind it and there's this lady like she's nanny og sitting there pipe and all sitting there going there apparently she's the organizer of, of, of the greenfields I think she might be uh she might be Churchill's granddaughter oh, yeah. <laughs> and I go up and speak to her and go hello are you are you are you the sort of organizer of greenfields she goes yes Look like you're looking for something she said <laughs> meaningfully I went I went yeah I'm looking for the subterranean piano bar she went uh, well, you're on a good quest then. What you'll need to do is head out to the highest point of the fields when it's dark tonight and listen out for it and you'll find it there. I was like, all right, lady, you've got this nailed. <laughs> I walk out past the fairies, out those wicker fence behind me, I wander off there and then and then and then I try to find it. Eventually I find it. The reason I haven't found it yet was actually because I haven't dug it yet. But I get there and there's the I get I listen to the music and there's this mad sound of an Irish voice in the piano going and I follow it. And there's this this sort of tent thing that looks like half a bottle coming out of the ground. And then what the top training piano bar is this bunch of crazy Irish guys who who came in and and basically dig the shape of half a bottle into oh. the ground <laughs> with the seating around there and a big piano thing up front there and then the other top of the bottle in there you kind of enter through the bottles the, the sort of the, the neck of the bottle in there sit yeah. around the sides yeah. it's an open stage acoustic it's an open stage night Whoa. so i mean i love that stuff it's just like this hidden nook next to the ironmonger guy who's in the, in the greenfields craft field and somebody selling uh, broomsticks is yeah. this this random spot where there's this nightclub that is basically this this piano bar and then you know, the, you know you went in there and there's an Irish guy wearing nothing but a kind of cape and a kind of crown or, or sort of weird sort of wooded crown on him as well hair chest hair showing sitting there crooning while some guys on the piano and they just have random music in there yeah I, I had a great time in there I mean yeah. one time 
one time Blondie, Debbie Harry came in, and uh-huh. then you know when those we had this like jam session where we're all coming along, and Blondie's in there, she does a song, and everyone's in there doing jam session stuff. You know, hidden corner shit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love doing. I love. I love things that have that kind of vibe and feeling can... about it. That was. That was. That was. And that's. That's the kind of stuff that I go. If we're gonna have a cool space, particularly if you know we get a cool new laugh site coming down the line with with Empire and everything else, then those bits where you take a wrong turn and suddenly you find yourself in something weird and mystical and kind of crazy and creaky, creaky, and then you just have this thing and you step out and then you wonder about how you can find it again. That sort of stuff I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty sure it's how I found the bar to start off with, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is how it should be. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I want new players to come in and wander and going, what is this thing? And be led by lights and find this beautiful, weird circle where all this stuff's happening and kind of not know what they're doing and just get lost in the magic of it because they've just wandered up and going, what is that? I'm going to turn up this thing. You know, how, you know, they might be wearing you know a bit of jean. They might have half a bit of kit. Crap on all that stuff, it doesn't matter. But have them just come in there and just have that moment where they have that first event and this massive kind of amazing experience and dream stuff. And that stuff, if you get that in the early in there, sticks in their head through LARP. They're hunting that experience all the way through and they start creating it later. Um, and it's uh, I think the, the thing about LARP is that you can actively make magic happen in people's heads. And there's loads of ways you can loads of ways you can do it. But yeah, oh random, random, random. No, thought. it's not random, it's not random at all because because <laughs> I, I understand why you told that story, because when you were telling that story. I'm like, this sounds like my experience at Empire LARP last year. <laughs> like, there was so <laughs> yeah. many times I was like, oh, I've heard about this place. Where is it? Where's this pub? Oh, yeah, it's over It's over in Nebraska or wherever. It's over in Nevada. And I've never been to Nevada before. I'm like, okay, let's go over there and see. And then you ask this person, you're like, where's this? I've never heard of that. Oh, well, such and such said, apparently it's supposed to be here. And it's next to this. And it has this going on. Oh, no, I have no idea. Maybe go ask in that tent. And it sounds like it's, it's an identical type of thing. <laughs> yeah. You gotta love that stuff. It's it's it's, it's great. You want you know it's it, there's 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 so much you can you can play with, and it's it's been a part of it. Part of the fun I'm I'm having uh, right now in in the Navarras, we just started a new festival called the Falling of Leaves, which okay. is uh, which is a autumnal festival about based around reflection. And one of the things mm-hmm. we have in the bar in our brief is a thing called Corpse Glades. Whereas Navarre, uh, where we bury our dead, is we we generally put them. We have like a, a glade near to a steading or else, or all over the places where we put corpses in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or we might not have corpses available, so we'll hang up tokens and mem- remembrance in it. And so you come to all these things. They've got tokens hanging in there. You know, there'll be you know there'll be people on the ground. Lots of turning the circle occurs. So which is for the uninitiated is a ritual you can do that turns instantly turns a corpse into compost. Mm-hmm. Um, so the um, so um, we. As part of this thought, we'd probably get a proper go at setting up a corpse glade in the Navarre camp. And if you walk into Navarre, if you walk into Navarre, I want you to head to the town and you take a wrong turn now, you'll go walk past some stuff that looks very sort of regular. And suddenly you're in this area where it's sparkly lights and there's kind of compost shaped bodies on the ground. And there's uh, there's lots of hanging things everywhere and, and there's lots of seating and it's this sort of weird contemplative place and it's extremely powerful and profound because nearly every you know because because not every nearly every q times a lot players came in and hung up their own special tokens every token has a story about it and we did it last time and i went into it and just went oof this is a powerful space and there was huge amounts of role play because suddenly guess what we had a public space for grief because we don't talk about grief and love but there's huge amounts of people wanted to role play characters die people need to resolve that there's a lot of space to do it there's often a lot of stuff happening 
but suddenly we got the space to do it and we are you know by sunday morning i'm orchestrating funerals sorry we've got a funeral in right now i'll help you have your funeral party in a second and we're getting people in we're trying spaces in there to let them have use the space so they can talk about people just died in the previous battle or got passed away in a skirmish all these sorts as well you know consoling people that are sitting down and you know remembering groups that they that you know have left you know people sometimes you know one one character brought a banner which was for his his original group because there was three of them that started and he's the last person from his group still standing so he sat there and had this quiet moment and i was just like supporting him through that you know it's like um but yeah that's, that's a great example i mean i'm i'm, I'm it's like these the, these little spaces and suddenly you know it's uh, so my my thing right now is actually about you know essentially acting as as as, as a grave warden or whatever term is for this this space which we're going to be building which is just uh which you know people are going to turn into and suddenly maybe be hit by by it and I'm, I'm finding ways about how to make it look really secret you can't see it until you go down this narrow pathway yes. enter yeah. in there and suddenly you're in the space and it's you know if it's you know it was pretty powerful we did it we did it you know quick and cheap uh last last event so you know once we get it properly happening it's going to be a a, a good one um but yeah uh, i love that stuff i, love I, it. I, yeah, I can't I, wait to see it but hopefully i won't see it well, too soon no, last no, event i like stumbled upon what you're talking about here and it was very like similar it was sort of late at night we were oliver and i were must have been doing like different things and i was like well, I'm by myself, I'm going to go walk through the bar because that's usually what I do when I'm by myself. I thought you were about so, to say I was drunk or something. That's why I don't remember. I was probably drunk. I was, <laughs> I was drunk where it's the nearest alcohol in the bar. <laughs> so I was um, wandering through and I do remember seeing little bits and being like, what? This was not here before. I'm sure it wasn't. And just being a little bit like, it was, it, but like you said, it's that sort of atmosphere that Navarre seems to have so much going on with all the different little atmospheric sections to it it's hard to it's, it's hard to believe it's all one area because you just end up every single turn that you take i've been lost in navarra like several times now. yeah it's good so <laughs> it, it's great for that i think i think it's you know a real testament to everybody about how much people have bought in into it and have made such an effort with it as well we have the word otherworldly it's like every, every nation has a bunch of, of feel words and tone words as in you go into the wiki page you'll find there's a section about look and feel and there's feel there's a bunch of words that's in there one of the words that, uh, that navarre have is otherworldly and it really you know it, it's so important for us that the moment you step into that space you feel you stepped into something completely other um and um sometimes it's from your worst nightmares most of the time it's from your best fairy dreams but the um and it's um you know it's uh i think it really we really do nail that right now we got you know a lot more we can be we can oh, I, agree. Yeah. I agree um but yeah it's uh yeah it's good fun that's one thing i love about empires one of my, i think is my favorite part about empire especially uh, I think we were quite lucky in that we settled into our nation quite well and we spent the first two events pretty much all the time in our nation, getting to know our nation. And then E3 and E4, just for what we were doing, we were then branching out. And it felt like because we were identifying very much of our nation, it was such a cool experience to get all the different vibes, you know? And like you say, you walk into Navarre and you get a completely different vibe. And from what it sounds like, you know, your your grieving area, we 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 definitely have a group. I mean, maybe we're a bit lucky that uh, the Dornish definitely know how to grieve, but it also it still sounds like a very different 
type because we're we're like oh, yeah. we're like bawling and screaming in the in the glory square and 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 be either we're angry or we're crying we're sobbing or on the ground rolling around tears being very dramatic but that sounds very different from what you put forward there so it's not a oh we all we have our own thing and we all just we'll just do our grieving in the glory square that's that's like oh we can do we you know cry over our fallen friends and family in all dramatic uh, Dornish fashion and then we could go over to Navarre, you know, and partake in that. Actually feel experience. the emotions. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it, we can partake in a completely different experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but case, you get occasional wailing and washing of teeth, wailing and gnashing of teeth in, yeah. in, 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 uh, in Navarre too. But yeah, it's interesting. It, yeah. Uh, it, it's just interesting you brought that because I have heard, I've heard stories of people actually like moving, moving nations in in previous years because people weren't take like people they were playing with weren't taking character death seriously like um i'm not going to name nations or anything i'm sure, sure things changed and it was anecdotal for that for that but I've heard, I've heard people say oh yeah you know my entire group died and the nation just didn't didn't care <laughs> they just went oh well <laughs> just just uh do, do the body count that'll do and that's it you know and it's literally made them Changed to another nation that actually cared about the characters and if they did die, you know. Yeah. Yes, is is you know I think it's a tricky thing because you know people you know it's is everyone's busy with, with particularly with, with 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 so much going on everything seems extremely important that I think the the there's often cases where these we've had people in my own group who um, you know had a character dying and just because everyone was running around didn't get you know the recognition that it was it was due yeah. um and you know i've seen i've seen uh some people kind of walk to to try other uh um nations as a result of that as well so it's you know it's it's, it's a it's a problem all over um but yeah. yeah it does help if there's kind of a space for it to happen and there's you know we the, the, there's time for it to happen as well because yeah there's nothing worse you know because you know the, the what's the phrase you know it happened and it mattered. Everyone wants yes. to make sure that their client and love happened and it mattered. Yeah. Um, and um, you, you know, it's so easy that people are so busy with the game element of role play that we that that then that gets missed. And you know, that 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 I think is uh, out of character. You know, a, a, a massive you know shame and you know disheartening thing. Uh, it, it's hard when there's thousands of people, but it's you know it's important that you know everyone comes away feeling that their character is important yeah. uh that their character matters you know and that their you know their experience is 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 one that has you know you know that had that has weight and and so the um yeah Sorry. um we yeah we need you know i think you know as, as a hobby we probably need to be more more awareness of of that yeah. uh I, I guess but, it's difficult because there's no like because you've only got especially at empire you've only you've got three days you know less sort of so you, you know you've, you've not got a long amount of time to have you know obviously in the real world you know you 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 have like people literally have you know grievance leave and things like that you you have time you take your t time away um from that part of life to grieve but when it's like concentrated in those those days and it's just like all oh, right yeah i want to grieve my friend but also i need to do this i need to do this and i need to do <laughs> this as well you know so i think yeah have, having an area where people go all right okay this is where we go to, to just con concentrate on on this thing and then you know if you want to go do that you can and you're not you know badgering other people being like why aren't you paying attention to this person who's died yeah. 
I think that's also why we, we we set up and do the festival as well, which is the the Four Leaves one. It's a it's a remembrance festival. So there's there's yeah. there's real need to kind of. Um, I think it was really noticeable with the the lockdown, the long dark as we you know the longest dark as we joke but the the that that you know it is helpful for there to be space there for to remember what has happened and you know there to be a space for 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 some for the stuff to be recorded. So you know I think it was it was. Uh, a real pleasure to then create this kind of idea that let's have an autumn end of kind of hopefully end of the the, the calendar lamp here when it comes to the, that, that particular system. Um, the um, that the that we can have a space where people can then tell these stories and reflect them as well. And some of the story circle as well is also a great place for people to kind of you know eulogize oh, definitely. Um, uh, in as well. So the um, yeah. Um, uh, stuff's important. Yeah. So spe <laughs> speaking is. of speaking of character death, how did your first Empire character go? Oh, strap in. Well, this may be the most epic thing you've ever freaking heard. <laughs> 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 okay. So, so there's um, uh, it was at a an Empire sanctioned event that we went to, and um, uh, called and it was the, the event was called No Return. It was run very capably by Dave Young, who was an extremely good uh, 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 plot writer. Um, and it was uh, in the game. It was in an area called uh, Return, in the Navarra area of Thrunen. Um And in it, it was uh, it had massive repercussions. But to cut a long story short of what was a, a good uh, over the Easter weekend uh, 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 event. Uh, Yornagra, who is this very powerful uh, uh, Eternal, uh, who uh, at that time was reasonably favourable in, in the Empire, uh, turned around and decided that, that uh, it and Yornagra is this gigantic forest in the plains of spring, uh, that the Valorn hated chaotic plant energy creature uh, uh, ecosystem that Navarra hates. It's quite interesting and that, that Yornagra should like to play with it. So she then created a special type of Valorn called the Purple Valorn, which she was using to infect people. So people get infected with it and had these kind of big purple kind of body horror eyes coming out of, of their heads as well. So this special kind of Valorn and then created a Valorn heart, a new one, uh, in, uh, in, uh, next to this place called Return, um, which was terrifying. And we, so after we'd all kind of been infected and worked out how to cure ourselves from this terrible Valorn infection thing where we were being terribly controlled, but basically this type of Valorn was, was um, able to operate with a kind of hive mind and had intellect behind it, so it was terrifying stuff. Um, and uh, we then were able to find that there was a group of found that there was this Valorn heart that was mm -hmm. in there, which was basically this kind of horrible, fizz-wrapped, fleshy cavern type thing. You had to crawl through the fleshy kind of tunnel into this terrible space of the monsters where this gigantic eye-ridden purple eye-ridden heart beating and pulsing was there we had to kill it. so the first time we, we we went there we went there and tried to stab it with with poison stuff it didn't work yes, you do, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't wasn't powerful enough so a good part of the the, the game was then trying to find all these different kind of poisons and everything else around it to to then stab at it um so I, my character, Gerard Brackensong at the time, was a uh, a guide and an artisan. So I had, uh, we at one point said, hey, the, people have this ancient spear that we could be using for it. That's a barbed spear. And I went, who to that? I have created my own barbed spear that I have covered in my own blessings in there as well. Well, and then we're going to coat it the special poison we've just got in there. And I'm going to march in there with Edwin behind me uh -huh. and we're going to stab at the thing 
Well, all we had learned is when you go in in there, you get covered in what the in game was called a pheromone. Fer- this pheromone, yeah, which meant that you were you would be covered in this kind of glowing hoops. And if you had this pheromone, every single of the Valorn husks would ignore everyone else and come for you oh, to oh, kill dear. you. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! So my cat, so I come in first, you know, on there, spear in hand, in there, biting my way through the tunnel. Edwin's behind me, hammering to bank, bank things, bank things in there. We get into the killer, clear everything else there, and we stab for the final time at this gooey, horrible Valorn heart, which splatters and, and dies. So we save everybody from, from that, and we're coming out, and we're still covered in the goo. At this point, every Valorn has descended near us. We go in there, and it's just filled with about 50 or so of these creatures and myself and Edwin are, whole, are glowing in the middle of the dark because at this point it's a night mission Ooh. and we are <laughs> lit up like beacons because they've just covered us in these all these blooming hopes and everything else and you know visible scene so I go to Edwin run that way and I run into the lawn um, so uh, I run around with them rush around with them as well rushing around as they're chasing me about uh-huh. and Edwin's going for going for the portal to escape and then she gets out there and I rush back head back into it, but they get me and they knock me down but a bunch of people rush in try and save me pick me back up I drop back down again they pick me back up they try and carry me to 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 get me out of there in the final desperate move with the floor just fucking trying to kill me and they they are unable to do me and they drop me you know, I've, at this point, I've, I've hit my my because we're in a we're in a miasma at this point. Even uh-huh. though I've got fortitude, which so so I hit my death count. Character was dead by this point after all these things. Mm. So they dropped me at the 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 um the uh the the entrance point to the, the portal, mm. and they leave. And I had this cool moment. My mom and he's going, okay, I'm still kind of conscious. Go, well, that's me then. And I'm just surrounded by Valorant, like ah, 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 around me, and they're like. Uh, and the, and the um the 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 people in charge are like, well, you're a hero. Do you want to come back as a Valorn? Oh. So I then come back as 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 oh. this 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 Valorn character walks around there and go and then they say, well, you're there as well. So because you're still kind of alive, the miasma is now in you. So now the Valorn's keeping your soul alive. Oh. This was new oh. information. So I'm walking around there going, and just say some stuff. Just say a few people's names and repeat a few things because that's what Valorn do. So I'm going there going. <laughs> And they see me as a Valorn, but they hear that as well. So they rush out from the, the, the one search point they are to grab my Valorn huskness, to bring me in, to stab me, to clear me the Valorn. But because it's so, you know, I'm still in my um, grace period, whatever they call it. Um, yes. Um, the uh, I'm dead, but I'm in the I'm in the I'm not I'm terminal my terminalness. That's right, yeah. You, so you get to the end of the event, right? To yeah. to to actually yeah. die, but you are terminal, as in like you are going to die by the end of the event. You yeah. get to choose when, right? Yeah, so I had to say my last minute things to, to Edwin, like, you know, take on songs and stories, keep it going, and crack a few jokes, and then come. <laughs> and, and then they, they literally, they literally, and then so, you know, really put the, the guilt trip into her, and then the, uh, you know, roleplay. And then the, <laughs> and then the, uh, and then the time's out. And of course, the, the final is the event's going to time out, and immediately going to time in at the main event. So we can turn up at the main event, and they're going, who survived return? Who didn't go? Not so. I'm not saying, I'm not going to tell. I'm walking around just going, yeah, see everybody. I actually then put on all my Garat kit and was wearing oh, it for, for a bit to then go backstage and then get Valorned up to be dead. And then I'll kind of like docked my body in, in the woods. And then I was grabbed, found to be dead, pulled back into Anvil. And, and and you know, I was turned the circle to an Anvil and everything else. Um, so it was like this huge epic death. And one of the things that they, the, the organizers did is that the spear that I'd made all that noise about, yeah. Uh, they then gave it this unique Halloween. They basically, it was near to the end of its time period, so it got completely renewed. Miracle, 
got completely renewed to being back to one year year long. Had this unique hallowing of vigilance. I mean, you could go kill, you know, that means hate the law, of law and everything else. So, and then it got passed on. That spear uh, was that one of the signs that made Grax into, uh, who was also like kind of the, the start of Songs of Stories and everything else, into this, as it turns out, they went from Pride, mm -hmm. uh, which makes a lot of sense, into this, um, uh, not um, uh, Exemplar of Pride, I was trying mm -hmm. to say that's wrong. Exemplar of Pride. And then the, the, the spear is called Grax Barb, got turned into an artifact spear, they put True Lau in it. And then every time we go to, every time we have our welcoming, we have this contest this battle for the barb that we do. Oh, and whoever wins it has the spear and it's a champion against the Valorn in the barb. So it's not, <laughs> which is last and legacy of it. So yeah, I kind of I think that's my a, mind, That's a pretty that good death. Yeah. It's pretty, a good death, yeah. A pretty good death. Yeah. I can't think of a more epic, <laughs> epic, heroic way to go, especially for a Navarre against against the Valorn. What yeah. I mean, what is I mean? I know I kind of know a little bit about the beef, and you've like alluded to bits of it. What have been talking tonight, but but the Navari have a big beef with the with the Valorn. That's that's all the yes. that's all the Navarre ever talk about. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so, what is well, what is the what is the innate? Can you put it in a nutshell? Why there's such hatred towards them? Because it's our fault, and we're trying to fix it. Um, literally, the 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 previous Empire Tyrannial was this. Um, you know, was a. Uh, you know, it was an empire. It was it had lots of bad elements on it, which is coming out a lot recently. Uh, you know, obviously it, it had you know the 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 key bit of being an empire. So by the nature of our, dint of our religion is a good thing because it is. Uh, but the, it ended because the 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 Tyrrhenians at that time uh, create uh, uh, did weird spring rituals and created the Valon. Which then every single Valon place where the Valon is, the Valon hearts are old Tyrrhenian cities. Um, right. So and so we unleashed it on the world, and it was going to spread over. And so the survivors of that swore an oath, which was uh, Navarre's named after the leader of one of the groups of survivors. And the fighting term Thorn was uh, uh, her partner Thorn, um, and the uh, Navarre and Thorn are sort of the the the, the, the four you know, well, the sort of progenitors of of the of the Navarre people, and. Um, so our entire basis is to walk the trods to ensure that it is to end of the lawn and hopefully in some aspect return to uh, regain the the aspiration of Tyrrhenial, which we have, you know, which is why we were there at the start, the foundation of with handguard of the empire. Mm -hmm. um, so the uh, that's why we are it is born into the uh, uh, binding of thorns oath that we all have um, that, you know, ultimately our key purpose is the destruction of the Valorn. Mm -hmm. And the and the way to destroy the Valorn, incidentally, is to walk these things called trods, which are the roads. Mm -hmm. okay. And and the way that we do it is we've got these spring-powered roads that when you walk on, they invigorate you with spring, so you can keep marching for ages and ages without running out at speed, which means where it's in incredibly important for how the Empire operates. But it also draws this terrible spring, crazy out-of-control spring energy out of these set of these hearts, so that they become more and more diminished until we can reclaim them. Um, so, but in order for it to work, we need to have the trods to go as far as possible. So Navarre are built in to be massively expansionistic when it comes to the empire, right. because expanding the empire is the only way to expand the trods, and expanding the trods is the only way to sufficiently draw out the spring energy, which then weakens the Valorn, which we can kill, which we sworn to kill. Yeah. Um, so it's this which, quite... Which is what ties you to the empire, yeah. To the, in, massively in, in, so, in and, and you know... <laughs> I mean, we're, 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 we're tied into a religion now, which basically says empire is good and are we the baddies? But that aside, the... Yeah. Um, the <laughs> <That's> um, 
but yeah, so there's, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting route as well. So there's, you know, there's this huge part. And of course now, you know, things like, for example, what, what happened with Karax, where, it, you know, was evidence that, that a lot of the, the, the people who are caught in the Valon, many of them are held at the point of death, some of them for, for now centuries. Um, that is now a, a spiritual threat to the empire because the empire believes people need to reincarnate in order to to then transcend yes. mortal yeah. body. You can't reincarnate if you're held in essentially stasis in a plant body. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the the it's, it has had huge repercussions with high guards suddenly becoming crazy about the lawn as well uh, because mankind cannot manifest in the game cannot manifest its destiny until the lawn is destroyed. Um, that's going to be far too much weighty for anyone who's not used to to to, to uh, empire. Yeah, but but it's it's a good sales pick because the 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 law the the law is just it will be attractive to a lot of people that type of buy it is massively deep to an extent I've never seen in any festival of of, of even close to its size yeah. uh, anything like its size the um it's just it's amazing how incredibly complicated its political structures its histories you know how things interrelate. Uh, the cleverness of it it's extremely it's extremely rich if you want if you want something you can really just delve into it's 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 brilliant for it i mean yeah. you know, but well, also it, it lends itself to the opposite as well like i keep I, I try and tell people who i'm trying i'm preaching to go oh yeah come try it i'm like yeah it's, it's really deep but you you don't you can just come and uh, as long as you kind of choose your yeah cho choose whether you want to be a human or an orc uh choose your nation it's kind of it. <laughs> you, know, you don't really do much, anything else, you know? Yeah, you can't. It's, 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 it's actually too much. It's impossible. Mm. I mean, so it lends itself that you need, you're going to have experts in areas um, yeah. and you can easily become an expert because the information is available, but it's too much for any one person to have a hold of all of it. Yeah. So ultimately, that means, you know, I'm at, we, we all actually go through life without having, you know, umpteen doctorates and uh, in, in every subject going. You know, we all sort of bumble through with 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 you know half knowledge in in most things, and yeah. that's exactly the same thing of empire. You can you don't have to you know you don't have to prod this stuff at all. You can bimble along quite happily, but it's there and it's and it's it's cohesive to society as yeah. a whole. So you know it's it's yeah. um why the Valorn is is such a good uh, plot point is because of that though because I quite I quite like playing in a in a world where the Valorn because for me they have like. This is just uh, you might disagree, but like they have that feeling currently of like the White Walkers in Game of Thrones, and yeah, some yes. people are very worried about them. And they're like, "This is the real threat. This is the real threat." And I like being in a world where I'm just I I know out of character that oh yeah, the, the, I kind of know sort of what's going on, uh, but I like I like playing ignorant and being like, "Oh well, okay." So why are you worried about the? I'm like, I'm not really worried about the. I've never seen a ball, <laughs> you know. And I just I like I like being in a world where that is that is looming in the background and my character has no it has other priorities you know and i would love to be convinced or convinced either way you know I, that's the cool thing you can go in not it doesn't matter if you go in having all the knowledge as a player or not you can still go in and be like my character doesn't know anything about the blonde and someone will just tell you about it and that's what i love about it yeah absolutely um yeah, it's great it's, uh, on, on, on those grounds. And it's, a, it's a good, another testament to the system that, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have a lot of absolutes in it. You know, you know, yeah. there's, there's there's a few things that people kind of have kind of veered towards absolutely. Kind of, it's kind of a, yeah. a shared absolute anti-slavery sentiment that's going mm -hmm. through there, which is why it's kind of, that, those plot lines kind of getting wrapped up. 
but you know there's an absolutism about the 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 the, the threat of the the blonde. it is the white walker thing but it's a testament to the system that it has naturally been a case that a lot of people ignore it for exactly the same reason game of thrones they ignore the white walkers yes yeah um, that's why it's, it is i do try and say it's it's not because it's like game of thrones because it's cool and a lot of people like game of thrones but I think it actually is like it because that's what happens, right? They're all like they're all worried about all the political stuff. And... Don't look up. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, don't don't ruin the ending. <laughs> Just don't ruin the yes. ending. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, I won't, but yeah, no, it's, it's but it, it, you know, it's that 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 that, that and you know, there, there's an environmental, you know, looming environmental threat there. Yeah, and, and, that's and really people... cool. Well, do, do you think do you think it's possible to do, do you think it's possible that the, like the players can just like lose empire? Like just, just we we would just it, things would accelerate crazily if we make enough mistakes when it comes to things like the Blown or something oh. that we all get just wiped out or several well, nations get wiped out. PD have blown up the two previous systems, mm -hmm. um, you know. Um, so I mean, I was not involved in 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 either of them, mm -hmm. but the um, so I think you know they're they're very if you hit the right buttons, to, you can do that. Yeah. Um, I think if Empire is done well enough, what you'd expect it to happen is that we resolve enough things, we expand, and then is there a point where we're going to hit the, the same thing happens with all empires, where we it overexpands and natural pressures lead to, to contraction? Yeah, you know, is, yeah. It, is, it, is it? Well, well, you know, if if they do it right and and they want to kind of throw, uh, give it the real vibe of it being a legitimate thing. It will expand so far that armies can't get from one side of the empire to the other side yeah. of the empire, and then the the center gets sacked by something. And that would and, be cool. That would be that would cool. be cool. If we actually yeah. saw it to get to the point of it over expansion to the point where 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 all other empires in the real world have never been able to maintain it, yeah. and then the thing breaks because of that, that would be yeah. fantastic. Because that would be more interesting than them going, oh, we don't want to deal with the over expansion. Let's just keep as soon as they start going, oh, they expanded too much, and just keep keep batting us into this space because that might get a little bit frustrating we're like we really want to take this territory we really want to expand and because that's the idea of the empire right is we want to expand especially yeah. like you said with the navari you know and they're wanting to spread out so it would be way more interesting if they you know if, if we manage to you know overcome those challenges and then you throw a slightly different challenge at the player base that would be cool yeah and I think we just see, but I think it's going to be a very slow burn. We're at, you know, I said, I think we've had eight years of actual playing, 10 years, yeah. two years out. Yeah. And, you know, there hasn't been, you know, huge progressions. There's all the usual cycle, I suppose, when it comes to the plot things. I'm, I'm used to seeing in games like, for example, LT is about three year cycles. We have like one year where a threat is looming and two years where people are actively beginning to fight it, but it's looking like they're, they're only just finding the keys to success. And you have the final third year where where, where it's overcome, then a new one comes along. It, I, you know, basically there's this sort of cycles, which could get a little bit repetitive. The there is definite slow burn with Empire, which is which is you know people are finding out more, they're building stuff up, but you know a lot's happened in eight years. But the borders have not expanded that much uh, in eight years, and it feels like the time you know there's 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 an awful lot of work to try and get to the enemies that are now to to try and and before even beginning to fall out with the ones who are just behind them in terms of geographically uh, to to try and expand into these areas that you know I I, I think you know. At some point in the next five, six years, either the Druge on to the east two of the valleys or the Jotun to the west of the valleys might get wiped out. But you know, I could be I could be still be you could still see us kind of pushing against those those foes until you know well into 10 years' time. Yeah. And there's still a huge amount yeah. of game that could be happening beyond that. So 
movement's going to movement in terms of, of of that side of it is extremely slow um and you know it's impossible because it's very hard to imagine you know where as a hobby it's going to be you know 10 20 years down the line yeah but it's, um, the thing is it's not that type of like it, it's it's not a i don't know it doesn't feel like a very fast maybe fast no. pace isn't the the right phrase you know it's not it's not it, it's more about the political maneuvers the religious maneuvers the uh slow thinking and just living in that world so i think the slow burn is 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 what people like about it it's definitely what i like about it anyway yeah yeah i think yeah i think it makes it super meaty um and that's that's the, that that that's it. you know you get your teeth into it you can you know spend mm -hmm. a good amount of time on it i think the thing it gets the right balance uh i think in terms of there's a sense of progression happens at a speed that i think works with people you definitely feel that movement happening as you go along so that sense of accomplishment happens yeah I think when you pair that with just having fun and wacky stuff in the field, you know, you can, you can have a good time. You can have a, a battle or skirmish that feels like it's important. You'll have, you know, amazing interactions. Your, your character will go on a journey, their own journey in a world that is, you know, feels real around them as well. And I think as long as people can have, you know, a real fun time on their, on their weekend that they, they, that they do, and it feels like, you know, they, they've had a really rewarding experience at a whole bunch of levels. Yes. And then feel that long time there's 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 a meaningful arc both for their character in the kind of the short to medium yeah. term and then the world in the medium and long term. That's that's a pretty good balance to hear, and it's actually you know you know really really shows how good a system it is so that that is the balance it's been hitting in the last yeah. eight years. Oh yeah, I think you've hit it on the head because that that's what I feel. I I feel like uh i'm only i kind of look at the wider world of it and go ahead oh yeah should i branch out to it but i i totally I, I look at this game and i'm like oh yeah i could play this for years just concentrating on what my character's doing head there have some little interactions with people drink some beer go out uh have a fight come but don't care who we're fighting go out have a fight come back um tr try to be a big-headed warrior and i would be fine you know that that would be great game or yeah if i wanted to <laughs> and it wouldn't affect that side of the game if i didn't want to jump into the like the, that wider part of the game of like oh yeah i want to like follow this like uh overall overarching plot that's going on as well and i could dive straight in there as well like you said it, it it does seem to have a good a good balance with it it's not that we like we haven't I mean, we play lots of rpgs but this is our first LARP system, so we haven't yeah. we haven't got anything to compare it to. So <laughs> that's one thing. So, like the uh, combat, obviously your first character died. When when was that? Was that early days Empire? Uh, I think it was about halfway through. So I think I'm, I think we're talking probably about twenty. I think in 2017, 2018. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then your so your your new character uh, is because I'm assuming because you you had. Like you've already said, you had uh, involvement with the music and things like that uh, before. Uh, I'm assuming you you kind of made this new character. You had to be like, okay, well, I want this character to sort of be into that as well, well to carry on I, with it. Well, this is an interesting question. I had about three days to build my character. Literally, we finished up an event on the Monday, and then we were moving into the, the sanctuary. Ah, right, yeah, I see. Okay, so yeah, the, the, the event was the week, weekend before it, I see. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's it. Stop. Yeah, so it was, it was uh, we finished Monday, and I was just like, okay, this character's gone. What does that mean? Um, and then, you know, what the new character's going to be. So, um, yeah, and uh, so there was some element of that. Um it was important that for me that because the the grat character had been kind of very central to a lot of or you know a very significant figure i mean that's that's not the the 
the the exemplar thing wasn't something that you know I had ever asked for or expected um, or even thought was likely. Um, to be honest, just hadn't even crossed my mind. But you know, it, it does it did show quite how much of an impact that character's death had. So it was you know when you had that kind of of I've seen characters have that kind of impact on a nation on nations before in other systems. Mm-hmm. I've written songs about them. Um, the um, but the so it was kind of important for me to be able to to I think step back a bit and be be able there to support the handover of some of the things that we were doing, like the organization of our of our of our welcoming, making sure songs and stories still happened, you know, keeping keeping things going a little bit, but making sure that other people had ownership of it yeah. and being there about the right amount. You know, so um, you know, I jumped in with the new character a little bit occasionally trying to support some of the songs and stories nights, but I was trying not to be too present in it. Mm-hmm. And I think I had about maybe about I had I played it for a year, so I did I did kind of a full year of this character, yeah. just kind of bimbling around, basically backgrounding, as I sometimes as I call it, which is like <laughs> being there but being in the background, you yeah, know, not yeah. <laughs> and then and then and then I think I had I, I kind of then thought it was kind of a good time to have a bit of a lark break, whilst I was kind of like sorting out, you know, redecorating a house and all yeah. this sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So I was I had a bit of a spotty. Uh, uh, you know, I was, I think I did it sort of like most of the year and I kind of had a, about a year out with like maybe doing one event every so, every spot to heaven. And once I kind of was like ready to, I was kind of like be feeling like I'm ready to get back to laugh. I've kind of had about, you know, 18 months out at this point. And, um, and then I'm really looking forward to 2020. 2020 is going to be my LARP year. Oh dear. So, you know, what, what was essentially like a, a year, a year away, maybe a little bit more than turned into, turned into this whole thing, which was, um, uh, a bit, so, um, it's, and I, by the time, you know, we rolled around because we, when, when lockdown was happening, we, we started doing things called virtual songs and stories, basically oh, okay. yeah. at oh, wow. every event we started, we were putting things out on oh, Twitch that's cool. yeah. and we ran a, a, a virtual song stories on it. You, we, we wasn't quite, it wasn't quite as open stage as you, I had a lot of fun doing that because I discovered the joys of OBS and I discovered the joys of green screening. So I, I have a song called Lord's Dogra and at one point, my background, which I'd had on green screen, was looking like the Songs and Story Circle turned to stars and puppets started appearing and dancing. Whilst <laughs> <laughs> well, so I started doing a song about, um, uh, whilst well, so I was doing a song about uh, Eternals and going into Night Realm. Uh-huh. So, but a lot of fun doing that. But the, yeah, but, but by the time, by the time the, um, that, you know, I was kind of not sure what my current character, how in Split Root is, mm-hmm. is, was like, uh, and who that character was. I was trying to begin to feel them out a little bit. Yeah. And then, uh, then basically just trying to then do these virtual songs and stories and, and basically just doing what worked in that sort of space and they're kind of semi out like the spot. It's kind of been, I've kind of had a bit of a struggle, I think, this year, at the start of this year, working out who Howen is. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of been a bit of a journey of self-discovery mm-hmm. for 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 what has you know previously been a, a slightly self-centered gluttonous Naga who who over the time has become more and more, you know, now now I'm now I'm I'm, I'm acting as a grave warding for this uh-huh. this uh this this corpse glade and that's because that's obviously what the characters needing to do because that's the kind of thing i'm interested in right now so um yeah it's been interesting because i think the I, i'm not sure i've quite settled where this character is yet as opposed yeah. to previously and i think possibly in a, a few more events there's going to be it'll, it'll be an, a character that's set in stone but it has that whole just throw some kit on and have a name and be present you've got three days before you restarting kind of vibe um so yeah but but you but you pretty chill you pretty chill about that type of thing because I know for me and it might just be me but yeah I'm all like after every event I'm just like 
well, I have no idea what Godric's going to do next. I have no idea what. And then people ask, oh, yeah, you know, you, you, you're looking at, like, religion. You're looking at this. You go looking at uh, the military stuff. I'm like, I don't know. But then when I get there, I just, I, I have a motive as soon as I get there. You know, I don't know if that, if, so does that kind of worry you at all? Or, or do you oh. usually have, like, uh, right, this is what this character wants. And this recent character, you've been like, mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm quite sort of relaxed about it. So, uh, you know, I think for me, there was a point where it was a lovely sunny day on like the second event. And I was just sitting by the tree in, in the Songs and Stories circle. And, you know, there was a couple of, of early 20-year-olds in, in one corner practicing a song. And there was somebody else doing some art stuff. And somebody was up hanging a thing from the tree. And I was just enjoying a hot day. And I had a cool alcoholic drink next to me. And I was just sort of sitting sort of there going, this is fine. This is this this this, 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 this is good. Um, and so there's there's a certain amount of I think for me is I've 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 wanted to see where things have progressed because mm -hmm. people are taking things forward. Um, so when I started out, I kind of wanted to see what everyone else was bringing because then that tells me where there's a gap to do stuff. You know, end up you know being yeah. a corpse guy type yeah. thing. And there's a certain amount of, now that I'm coming back to be you know essentially re-establishing myself as one of the hosts of Songs and Stories time because yeah. I was I was trying not to be very in front of it because Gabby as Edwin needed to establish herself which you know you know that has done that incredibly well mm -hmm. and other uh, people like Sparrow, uh, Tristan others were you know establishing themselves in, in there so there's a point for me to kind of lean back to let them do that whilst you know occasionally hitting out the chains but when I came back this time, there was a kind of a need to let that all stand and not interrupt it, but then be able to come in and feel that I could then uh, have, you know, enough gravitas and presence yeah. to be able to meaningfully run the you know, songs and stories and then begin to kind of mold and shape some parts of it that, you know, need to be, you know, uh, helping to, to make sure that uh, the, there's good crowd control happening. I definitely felt towards the end of it, a good part of this year was about trying to find the right balance about how to, continue to be uh hosting whilst you know not being in charge gabby's in charge Edwin's in charge that's that's who's in charge so there's 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 that being being there but being supportive that was my first one and then after that it was just exploring stuff so as you mentioned you know we we i was you know i was over at dawn i i did i did i've done some stuff with 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 trying to get some truly out from the gatekeepers i had a go at going for high the high bar position um, I've you know done a lot of of, of supporting you know uh, other bits and pieces around in terms of music stuff, um, and um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been fun. I think my my thing going forward is going to be around this this corpse grave piece, and I think trying to then go there, create this space, and I think support people into having a really great experience when they're at the point when they're wanting to role play that kind of grief and remembrance stuff. That's the, a gap that I never knew needed to be filled, but I think that's that's quite an interesting thing to be working on, and it fits very well with music because you know you know a lot of a lot of art music you know it wants to be a certain amount of of, of remembrance reflection stuff. So it'd be nice yeah. to to it kind of it, 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 there's there's definitely synergy as you say synergy synergy <laughs> um, um, between those things. So yeah, I think that that's it. So I don't know what that means for the character. Uh, whether whether he's whether the character's then going to start going into I mean it might be just but kind of very chill you know counselor type you know counseling counselor supportive type place going into next which you know that doesn't sound too bad no I mean, no I think that sounds oh, uh, think, <laughs> yeah I think that sounds great it's it's funny because uh, well I'm 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 looking forward to if uh, our characters interact because you're you're one of you're one of our few friends and we do have a few we have a, a couple of even our own nation. 
that I, I you know, you, you come round and uh, for coffee and we <laughs> speak to you before time in. I, I just don't, we've never interacted in character. And like I said, there's a couple of people in our nation that do the same. They're like, that. you know, we hang out before time in and once time in goes, they just, our games just never cross. So it just... So I would like to say, you know, I'll see you on the field, but unless I have a, a reason just to come up and, and speak to you, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But fingers I'm, crossed. I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for an excuse for it to happen. Like, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember Robin, like, you, your first event, you're going to be there. I was like, oh, God, I've make sure I, I can't spot Robin. And then I briefly saw you on a battlefield and we were monstering Jim. Yeah, we are both the monstering. Only, the only time I saw you, we were monstering a shield. Um, and, then, and then I think I think I've kind of, kind of passed you by and it'd be like, well i can see you in character now but at the same time i need to go over here and you're heading that way it's like yeah yeah i I think we may have asked you for directions at one point in character and that was kind of it we were like oh yeah Yeah. where's where's this all right okay and it's just like well there's no there's no reason for us to be (laughs) to be like super friendly no yeah i mean that that's the thing it was um i remember that sort of monster in battle because like um my i think it was my first ever experience being in a battle and yeah we're monstering and so you passed you were like oh hey and i was like oh hello (laughs) this is actually quite impressive isn't it like in a field full of thousands of people how big is it getting now because people keep throwing out numbers like two thousand three thousand more than yeah, three thousand so it's, 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 it's over two thousand i think they, yeah. they start to get something around about the two thousand six hundred mark mm-hmm. and starting that was something around that was being stated as as a an actual figure and i don't know if we have if, if they've they've released uh in a public way what the final figure was for the final event but there's been significant growth it's started to push towards three thousand if it has not if it did not get past three thousand last event yeah so it's quite amazing in, with that number of people you do you do tend to bump into you do tend to bump into people on a regular basis but i guess that's just you you have shared interest with these people and you just you recognize them i assume and also yeah. people addressed to a point where you can spot them as well <laughs> people aren't wearing it's not as if everyone's wearing jeans and a t-shirt so <laughs> you can tend to just spot people quite easily um, it, helps, it helps like you to you know extremely noticeable and, and stand out yeah we, um, we try to it's funny you, you were saying about uh character death and uh yeah like w- making sure your character matters we, we've already decided someone said to us i think it was like e3 or something they were like oh yeah if one of you die then another, the other one has to come back and tell the story and i'm like no there's no way we're both dying and if we die we're going to make it the entire nation's problem don't you worry about it <laughs> <laughs> there's no way i'm not going to be remembered <laughs> not a chance you do them brilliantly by the way when it comes to i mean i'm just i mean you know oh, I'm obviously I'm, I'm, I'm us in the peanut gallery i mean i mean i've been super impressed at just watching the, the the two of you how much uh uh you know it's you've you've been pushing your 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 exploring the cultural brief how much you've been you know really impacting how much you know that you're clearly so many you know uh, uh role players particularly over in dawn lots of respect have just been responding so well to you and you know i think it's you know such a great first year for larp i mean i've not i don't think i've seen anything quite as strong an entry yeah well, uh, thanks as well as what you've been doing it's been fantastic it's, well done thank you yes. thank yeah you. i mean it's it's, it's 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 as much of a testament to the community because i it's it's whether it is an i'm pretty sure it is a community full of amazing people um but it, it might be the fact that kind of we've just found our people you know <laughs> and it's just it was just so like we just came in and that even the like first event was great but like from the second event we drove in and I was just like, it was like coming home. We were just like, oh, hey. And it was just like people, it was, it, we only spent like two days with these people and it's like we'd known them for, 
years, you know, you come back, you're like, oh, hey, you know, and there's been a change really in the UK and something in the culture of the UK LARP community in, in recent years. It's extremely welcome. Um, I think, you know, that, that's happened. I think it's stuff like the obviously it's affected the internet. It's been something about people didn't really know how to role play very well because we were a bunch of nerds isolated in rooms and and you know feeling that we that that we were you know not part of the cool 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 kids anymore and very much in, in uh locked in the corners and that 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 was definitely the the experience you know growing up in the eighties and nineties you know in a in a pre internet period mm-hmm. and. You know, it did not. It still felt that way a lot through through the two thousands. But I think something about you know about the time of things like Critical Role happening, and you're seeing that kind of that warmth and friendship that's in there, the understanding. Something about the point where cosplay became um, you know as big a thing as it as as it has done. Something about how we've I think as a society begun to be more understanding um, about. Uh, all kinds of different types of representation when it comes to to you know you know ethnicity uh, you know gender um uh, and in terms of oh and you know all the lgbtqia plus stuff but the and i think you know there's there's also the key bit about understanding about mental health concerns all those sort of things that we're, that there's happened more and more and really a huge awareness about toxic toxicity when it comes to to that's been present it's been a lot of you know highlighting those areas where um uh, that has been bad in 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 tabletop and it has been mm-hmm. banned in in larp it's not i don't think disproportionately bad but what's really shown is that the more that that's been you know pinpointed there's been a general improvement generally about people's attitudes as well it's gone alongside that so i don't know if you you, you feel as well but a lot of what you know I, i'm very extremely glad and happy that there are new generations of people who are coming to LARP and finding this tolerating, inclusive, nurturing, welcoming space that lets you do lots of different things and gives it equal esteem and builds you up and builds you up and builds you up through it all um, uh, in, in a way that, you know, was not as strong, you know, uh, uh, in, in previous, you know, decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the huge response that people are having, the, the amount of just sheer creativity and, mm-hmm. Uh, that you see online in the field now that comes through that is you know real testament about why that's important and you know it it feels like a huge change it feels like it's happened both gradually and all at once yeah and And i I think you're right like i think like that especially like that covid time as well like injected a load of just like people were isolated from each other but then people were concentrating very much like you say on tabletop roleplay games and uh you know streaming and they realized the yeah what they were getting from role play but no i i i totally yeah i totally agree especially empire i think that i think that is special i mean it's not it's not perfect they're always going to be you know you get a thousand no. people together you're, you're going to get one or two assholes aren't you but uh as as just a space coming from like you mentioned cosplay like coming from cosplay um it, like rob and i have both experienced like dressing up a certain way and going to a convention the anxiety that comes with that being like oh you know, I'm doing it like if if I because I've considered doing like, you know, femme cosplays at one point, and it's just that has just steered me so clear of it. Uh, ever going to a convention and ever doing it in public and having to walk down the street to a convention doing it, um, even even in even in D and D, you know, putting putting yourself out there in in D and D, especially if it's online, is one thing. But when you go into Empire and it's just like it's like we've decided right where where you know the, the gender blindness is one good example 
um, in the setting. They've just said, right, the setting is gender blind, you know, and that and that's it. <laughs> and so you know, it's it's. Uh, I feel like I could pretty much put on any uh, character at Empire, walk out my tent, and not be worried about walking out my tent. Basically, after four events. Yeah. Yeah. And that's bad. Yeah. And I think I think the element of how how people you know are included is great. When I I mean I I kind of felt very keenly when I was um the Law and Trust system. I don't think this is you know particular to Law and Trust, but I was I came in because I just you know I thought I'd rock up as a healer because I'm not a healer yet. Yeah. And um you know and then got very involved with the healer skill. But they used to joke things like you know the the healer skill. We've been looking after your girlfriend since 1994 and this sort of thing and about there being female roles in LARP. And you know the healer girlfriend, mm. and then there being the kind of male masculine roles in love, and 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 then you realise, you know, I when I got behind scenes a little bit, you know, not often consciously about how much of the LARP experience was tailored towards guys hitting things with swords and being bulky and that sort of thing, and anything else on the other side of it because it was you know you know less traditional masculine and toxic masculine all these that side of things was 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 was, was ignored reduced diminished mm. um not given the support that it needed um and you know that sort of environment creates not you know a lot of 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 of, of people you know playing the game as a game and you know a lot of, of bad feeling that all, all around um so you know the gender blind stuff and the the code of conduct stuff and the awareness stuff and, and is 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 makes a huge difference when you put that in, in terms of how the game happens and everyone gets a massively more rewarding rewarding side of it and you know we, we end up being better people at the end of it yeah. um but i've seen systems the other side of it and that's just you know that's that's about the evolution about our society and how much we are you know we, how better we are getting about these stuff yeah um but um you know um i can i, I was i was lucky enough at least to, to to see a lot of the other side of the fence uh on 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 how on how things used to be and um you know it's 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 a welcome change and a welcome direction that we're going in and i think it's paying off because huge numbers of people are coming they're staying yep. in there they're awesome people the they're new crowd are awesome yeah it's it, it, it they're so great and even just like because even like we were new where i'd still consider us as like we're new larpers but even just after like doing the one year and we, to be fair we did do all four events but it didn't t- it only took until like e three or something where we had new people coming up to us and we're like oh yeah we'll show you the ropes and the new people are amazing you know you're just like oh yeah cool it's not like a oh who are these because that's that was one thing that i kind of surprised me about the community especially if people had been there since like yourself like e1 uh year one you're just like oh you know what what are people going to think if we rock up with our own setup and we're like oh yeah we're doing this and these people are oh this is actually our thing you know this is like this is what this is our hobby um, yeah, you know, we've, we've been, there yeah. doesn't seem to do you much and maybe there is a bit of that but there didn't seem to be much of that oh we've been here since the start so you you know you can't just come here and do your own thing it's 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 the opposite like i've had people most of the people that have I, i'm very good friends with the people who have been here since the first event you know and they're like instantly walk up to you and go hey how can i help you you know maybe that's yeah. built into the game you know maybe that's that's the genius of it yeah, yeah, it's that like expectation that it's going to be gatekeepery because we've been in worlds such as D&D and cosplay, which we have experienced the sort of gatekeeping side of things. And it was that sort of, you know, oh, well, I'm sure it'll be slightly, there'll be parts of that at, at LARP as well. And 
we experience the opposite like you just said Oliver and everything like people like yourself Jamie who has been there since the very start are the most welcoming and encouraging people who are just like yes come on get, be involved with it all it doesn't matter if it's your first time here you know we'll give you some kit to borrow we'll come and introduce you to all these people we'll look after you and it is just yeah. um such an incredible hobby just in general I can't believe it's taken us this long to get into it because it is just one of the most welcoming and incredible hobbies that we've been into yeah absolutely yeah well we've been we've been frothing for uh, uh, longer than I expected and we could probably froth for yeah. another couple of hours but um yeah. Yeah, we've we've uh, thank you very much for for jo for joining us, Jamie. Oh, and... it's a it's a real pleasure. I really yeah. love to catch up. Yeah, no, it's great. Well, that's the thing. It's it's the, to be fair, this is why we started this podcast. It's so we could like like have an excuse to talk to friends <laughs> when you're when it's just like uh, in between all these events and because all our friends are so busy. This is the thing. So it's a good excuse to catch up. We'll have to have you on. We'll, we'll see if if you're if you want to come back on. We'd love to have you back on maybe before. Uh, maybe the build up next year or something. Yeah, love to, love to, yeah. love to. I think loads of things we can still chat about. So oh, be, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get, we'll get the buzz, we'll get the buzz going, and we'll get, we'll get you back on, and we'll get all hyped for it. Get all hyped about the balloon and whether we'll ignore them or not as, as an empire. <laughs> right, we'll say goodbye to the, uh, say goodbye to the podcast, everyone. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
Vigilance, you're on 